Welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy. I'm here today with Amy Ostan of Amy Ever After. Hi. Hello. And Andrea Smith, our technology guru extraordinaire. Hello. I should say we're recording on Prime Day. Andrea's like just <laughs> coming coming forth with all the technology deals, <laughs> earning earning her key. Great tech deals. <laughs> yeah, um, we like didn't even start recording until we talked about all the TVs that we want to buy. And how small our giant TVs seem now. Like they were so big when we got them. Exactly. And clunky. This flat screen, don't they don't seem as flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everything keeps getting thinner and prettier and all that jazz. That's true. Um, yeah. Soon you're, soon it'll be the price of like, you know, a set of sheets will be more expensive than a TV. Um, but <laughs> that's literally true already. One that Probably. I, that I had, had. Uh, posted on Prime Day was like less than I paid for my last set of sheets, and it yeah. was a Fire TV. It's crazy. Oh, those Fire TVs! I love them. Um, well, today on the show, speaking of things you can do during Halloween, because <laughs> you can watch scary <laughs> movies, I highly recommend or hide um, under your sheets, or hi- exactly, or dress up in your sheets like a ghost, <laughs> and then you're very COVID friendly. You'll be covered from head to toe. <laughs> just the old-fashioned cut two holes for your eyes and you're all set to go giant mask um today in the show obviously we are going to talk about halloween and how to have a safe halloween this year and we don't mean the usual trick-or-treating things of like make sure you're lit up if you're walking at night and make walk in groups and all that no because there's actually... nothing normal or usual about this year nope no. And, you know, what's interesting is I was thinking about this because we're going to talk about Halloween today and people had some very strong reactions about whether or not they are going to trick or treat and things like that. But the other thing is that Thanksgiving then is just a few weeks later and how I don't think we ever thought back in March that our entire year, like the whole year ahead, I'm sure Anthony, Anthony Fauci knew, but the rest of us <laughs> did not know that it would be like one thing after another, right? Like I remember when Pride Parade was canceled, like that was June, like it just kept moving um, that target. And so here we are, we're at Halloween, which is such a favorite holiday for so many people. We're gonna come back and talk about how to do it safely so that everyone is safe, not just the kids, but your neighbors and you know the store owners and people you might have normally interacted with, and then how you can still have fun, because we still have to have fun. This is our reality, so we're going to figure it out. We'll be right back to talk about Halloween. We are back to talk about Halloween. Just us. Just us talking about Halloween today, because we thought, um, I guess there are a lot of people out there who are quote-unquote experts, but... Everyone's writing the same stuff, so we're like, you know what? We could talk about this. Not only that, um, but from what I've seen, it doesn't so much matter what the experts say. Like, people have such different ideas of what they're going to do. Yeah, let's start with that, because Amy, we asked this question on our Parenting Bites Facebook page, and the responses were um, interesting. <laughs> yeah, they were very varied. Um you know, I think my favorite comment, you know, what we asked people was, are you going to go trick-or-treating? Is this going to be like a normal-ish Halloween? And uh, my favorite comment was, I would love to because we're already wearing masks and gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the funny thing is, like, 
there are so many opportunities with the masks to have a very cool costume element incorporated with your mask. Um, so I, you know, if you're creative, if you've got a white mask that you can draw something on or do something with, I just think that that would be a really cool way to just make it part of your costume. And let me tell you, growing up in Buffalo, when it was freezing cold every Halloween, I would have loved it if I had to have something covering my face every time that would keep me warm. So this could be a benefit depending on where you live. But, um, you know, the the responses ranged from people saying like, whatever, people are going to, you know, do what they're going to do. They've been doing that already, even though they shouldn't be trick or treating to the other end, people saying, you know, we have to live our lives and, you know, you can't let this um, change anything. And then people saying like, not this year, we're going to have a special home party. Our family has high risk members, so we have to be extremely cautious, you know, so it it just really depends on where you live, who makes up your family and how at risk you are, uh, what the spread is in your community right now, because, um, you know, New York's still doing pretty good. Like we're in a different situation. Some some zip code. Yeah. In some parts of New Jersey. But, you know, I think you're right. It really, really depends on your reality right now. You know, some people do have elderly relatives living with them or are, or are more at risk or have health care workers. Um, and some people just feel really, really uncomfortable. Like those are the people who are doing distance learning and don't want their kids to go to school. I mean, this is just going to be so interesting to see how it plays out. Usually, like in my town in New Jersey, not only did kids spread out all over town going trick-or-treating, but of course there was the whole you know, Main Street in town where they'd go up and down to all the stores. I, I don't think stores are doing that this year. I mean, no one is no one is saying, you know, come trick or treat us. No one wants to touch anything. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm going to just briefly go through the CDC guidelines because I think like it's sort of important just to have whether people feel like this is what they can do or not. I just want to like kind of have a, a baseline. Um, So the low risk activities, and these are really safe alternatives, is carving, decorating pumpkins with members of your household and displaying them. Um, carving and decorating outside <laughs> at a safe distance with neighbors. That's what okay. Andrea did. Right? Andrea Can I just did. tell you, that was the most fun I have had in I can't tell you how long. There were 14 of us. We took over two connected driveways. We all brought pumpkins. Everyone had tools. I went online and printed a, um, a kitty cat template. I had <laughs> met you guys. I had never carved a pumpkin in my life. I still can't believe that. Did you have the special like knife thing or did you use a knife I knife? did. I did. No. That my makes friend, a big difference. My friend came over with the scraper and the knife. She bought me a carving toolkit and said, here, you need this. I'm like, look, I'm dying. You know, my husband always did it with my son. I never did it. It was the most fun I have had. In fact, I'll send Amy the picture. Our pumpkins looked so amazing. Yeah. There were like eight of them. But, but then, then what can happened? I tell you my sad story? <laughs> so I come home, I showed my son, I showed everyone the picture of my beautiful pumpkin. I put it out front. I woke up in the morning. The head was over there. The bottom was over there. Oh. The lid was over there. It was like the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and I was like, what? How could a squirrel do this? Half of it was just eaten away. So I kind of put it all together and was very sad. 
and decided, all right, I need to know who ate my pumpkin. <laughs> so I went. Andrea Smith, pumpkin detective. Pumpkin de- jack-o'-lantern murderer finder. I went through all my ring videos overnight and the most beautiful buck with the like gorgeous antlers. I have a picture of him looking at my doorbell, like basically smiling for the camera. And he spent about two hours in my front walkway there chomping on my pumpkin. I found him. (laughs) You caught him. I caught him orange mouthed. So um, it is a fun activity, but just, you know, hide your pumpkin somewhere if you don't want the deer to eat it. Don't get too attached to it. All right. Well, the other thing they have are um, decorating your house or your living space, doing a Halloween scavenger hunt where kids are given a list of Halloween themed things and walk outdoors from house to house admiring Halloween decorations at a distance. Uh, have a virtual Halloween costume contest, or I'm sure you could do it by car, right? People were doing, um, you know, we had a lot of car events this summer, like graduations and whatever. You could probably do a little car parade in Not in New York, but yes. No, not in New York. Uh, have a movie night with the people you live with and have a scavenger hunt in your house. And then in the moderate risk, it was one-way trick-or-treating where individually wrapped goodie bags are lined up for families to grab and go while continuing to social distance like at the end of a driveway. Again, Um, not in New York. No, having a small group outdoor open-air costume parade, six feet apart. Costume party outdoors where masks are on and people are six feet apart. Um, they did say a costume mask, like the plastic ones, not a substitute for a cloth mask. <laughs> it should not be used unless it's made of two or more layers of breathable fabric. What? And I don't, don't understand you. We couldn't breathe in those masks anyway oh when my we were God. kids. Those, they don't make those anymore. I think that's why. I'm sure they were deadly. Um, go to an open air one way walk through haunted forest. Which I don't know where that is, but that's too scary. I'm sorry. Like it says, if screaming will likely occur, greater distancing is advised. Scream within your heart. Um, visiting pumpkin patches or orchards, obviously where there's distance and hand sanitizer, and an outdoor Halloween uh, movie night, socially distance. And then high risk, unfortunately, is traditional trick or treating, where you go handing out things door to door. Um, trunk or treat where treats are handed out from trunks of cars. Which is so funny because that started because parents didn't think the trick or treating was safe. I know. I know. Oops. We needed, well, that's also not just safe. I mean, I can't even, I'm not going to get into the trunk or treating because it's partly a safety issue and it was partly a segregation issue. So, like, <sighs> let's get real about what that was, but okay. Maybe this will um, do away with it altogether. Yeah. Uh, don't have, obviously don't go to crowded costume parties inside. Don't go to indoor haunted houses. Um, don't go on hay rides or tractor rides sitting with people that aren't your family. Um, so, you know, that's, that's basically what they're saying. So it's kind of common sense, but, um, I don't think there's an abundance of common sense necessarily going around. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't see anything changing in my neighborhood like i i'm gonna be i'm still loading up on candy i'm going to be shocked if there aren't hordes of people because again the numbers are low people are outside all the time around here i i i have a feeling people are just going to trick-or-treat like normal but what um, are you going to do if someone you're going to stand and you open yeah. the door you know you'll have a mask on presumably no, you're going to no, no, throw no, no. it to them no i have <laughs> six i have the shoot all right you made the i shoot. have i have a 10 foot by three inch piece of PVC pipe 
that I'm going to decorate with like, you know, tape and lights and I'm going to be at the top of my stoop and they put their bucket or their bag under it. And I slide down the candy. <laughs> you are hysterical. I cannot believe it. You'll well, have you to have post a, nice a picture stoop. of that. You have a stoop so you can do like a little shoot. Right. So Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca, what about your building? I mean, don't they no. always have a sign-up sheet? Yeah, no buildings are allowed okay. trick-or-treating. Like, period. No one, because usually kids come into the building and they go to every floor. Yeah, that'd be crazy. And you just put a pumpkin on your door if you're giving out candy so they know which doors to, you know, knock on. So, you know, my kids, the hall that they used to get at Halloween, they used to go to their friend's building, um, which was like, I don't know, a 200 apartment building, you know, one of those massive buildings that takes up a square block. And it was disgusting. Like, it was (laughs) giant, like, Target shopping bags full of kids. Like, we stopped them. Like, by the time that we would start at the top floor, and then they would use the stairs to walk down. But you couldn't, you know, you could hit 30 apartments in 10 minutes so it was vile that's what we did growing up we didn't do anything on the front door but the you know the doorman had a list like you could right. sign up and the doorman had a list of all the apartments who were giving out candy so i guess nobody's doing that right the nobody's apartment buildings that. aren't doing it no apartment buildings some of them haven't even let workmen back in you know like nobody it's too many people in the elevators um it's too much in and out so for city kids and i don't think the stores on like broadway like to your point like they all give out candy all the restaurants they can't this year i mean there's all outdoor dining um you know these stores like that's the last thing they want in and out that because they can all have so few customers in to begin with so if now you have three or four kids coming in that's your limit for the amount of people can that it can even be in your store at a time um yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I think there's going to be a lot of private parties. I can tell you that even the outdoor stuff was canceled in my neighborhood, which is my neighborhood is legendary. There's two blocks, which are truly legendary for the entire block decorates like it's insane. So it's all these old brownstones decorated crazy and they have the street gets blocked off and it's like a fair um, and people come from all over and you walk the streets and you trick or treat and you and they canceled it. Even yeah, it's you know what? Um, I, I'm saying that I don't think anything in my neighborhood is going to change, but we have something like that nearby also where there there's one street that just goes crazy with the decorations and they have a show. I doubt if that's happening, but, you know, along with that, the street would be closed. There would be food trucks. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think it's not. It's going to happen. You know, one of the things that um that I was reading, we there was an article in the Washington Post, which, Amy, I think you found um basically called should kids go trick-or-treating during a pandemic and you know one of the things they said is if you do do not eat the candy while you're walking (laughs) because your hands aren't clean yeah so like no matter what make sure like use hand sanitizer after each house don't eat the candy while you're trick-or-treating because you want to make sure you're super cleaning hands when you get home and make sure you want to what you I, have to eat i to- no 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 no. i totally get the not eating the candy while you're walking and actually that's never something that we did anyway like you know we still that's either you wait till you get home and dump it out you're so you, excited you dump it out we take a cursory look to make sure there's nothing gross in there and then the kids trade and then they eat but hand sanitizer after every house that's insane I think it's like, insane too. You're just so don't dried touch your out. face. Well, no, I mean, look, it's hard for kids unless you know another bonus of wearing a mask. Um, but kids touch their face a thousand times. Like kids, they pick their nose. Like kids are gross. Like they're not going to do that. But they were saying part of the problem is that 
if you're ringing doorbells, it's not even just the candy. It's the touching of the door. Everyone is touching yeah. the same doorbell <laughs> or knocking on the door. So they were saying to people, if you are going to give out candy, be outside. Like, don't make people ring the doorbell right. um, or knock or whatever. They said, you don't need to disinfect candy wrappers. Yeah. Um, they were like, you know, that's crazy. Um, and they said, if you want to be a nice trick-or-treat host, you can have the hand sanitizer yourself. Like, you can you have the kids get the candy and then give them a little squirt of hand sanitizer. I don't know. I I just yeah. I don't see that. Like, I like you're right. They will touch their faces and there has to be a solution. But hand sanitizer 100 times, that's not it. I think have a designated doorbell ringer. You know what I mean? Or knocker. Like, you're the person and you have a glove and <laughs> yeah. you're the person. Like, you you are that person. So that that's at least minimizing how many people touch that stuff. Or I maybe get, um, stop every 10 minutes and say, okay, let's all do a little squirt of hand sanitizer. Right. And if you want to take a snack, go ahead. You know, That seems much more Maybe doable. just yeah. just sanitizing breaks. Or give your kids a, a trick-or-treat bag in each hand and then they can't touch their face because they're going to be carrying <laughs> their candy. <laughs> It's impossible for them to to do it. Oh, they'll still manage. Um, I know. They say, actually, Matt, that gloves are worse because people have a false sense of them being clean. When actually gloves get really filthy, like they're harder to sanitize than your hands. Oh, yeah. I saw a video of somebody in a grocery store, like, wearing gloves, touching the cart, touching her phone, touching her face. What? Yeah, that's... The gloves um, aren't magic. I'm trying to remember the chef. I think it's Jamie Oliver. Like, he was on a mission to ban gloves in food prep. Oh, yeah. Because it was so filthy. People touched the raw meat, and then they touched something. Like, instead of just having this practice of serious hand washing, people were just wearing the same pair of gloves all day. Like, it was just, it was so gross. Um, so, anyway, that aside, um, that is – those are basically the guidelines. And I think people – I mean – Kind of as you guys said in the beginning, like you have to do what you're comfortable with. But I also think we can't start being um, lazy just because we're tired of it. Right. Like that's that's what I feel is going on everywhere is everyone's just tired of living like this. So they everyone's just decided it's gone away. But the truth is the numbers are higher than they've been since the very beginning like it's you know there's still 50,000 well they're they're trending they're trending up again and I think you're right I think people are like I'm over this I'm totally over this I'm not letting it ruin Halloween right and guess what the virus is thrilled but again (laughs) because it's it's partially being tired of it but it's also just knowing a lot more about it like I, I can remember in March I was afraid to touch anything And I had, you know, there was no thought of like being in the same room as someone who was breathing COVID air like that, that we didn't know about that yet. Now it's kind of flipped like you don't wipe down your groceries anymore. You're just a lot more careful about being in indoor spaces with people. Um, I I think that, you know, it's it's just hard to make blanket statements because there are places where trick-or-treating would be really dumb and there are places where trick-or-treating is like no more risky than going to the grocery store at this point. Right. You just have to weigh, I think you really have to look at your local numbers, which I don't know how many people really do that. Um, and and you can drill down by zip code now in a lot of places or whatever, and then decide. Um, yeah, certainly we don't need to be using like a massive jackhammer approach anymore to all of this. Um, and they're not. I mean, we see here in New York, like they've, they've closed down a couple of neighborhoods again, they didn't close down the entire city when numbers went up. Um, but trick-or-treating tends to attract people from all over. Um, So I guess, and especially if some communities aren't doing trick-or-treating and some are, 
my guess is the ones that are are going to get a lot of kids from places that aren't. Yeah. So, you know, your your risk goes up because you have um, just a lot more people who have been in contact with a lot more. You know, it's it's the Breck commercial, right? She told a friend and she told a friend. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why people just have to be on alert because trick-or-treating is one of those things. And maybe this isn't true in the suburbs. I don't know. But I know in the city it's one of those activities that – um, what's so nice about it is that people come from all over different parts of the city to go trick-or-treating in different areas and like they'll go back to their own neighborhood then trick-or-treat like last in their own neighborhood like there's lots of ways people do it and it's just not it's probably not the safest route unfortunately I think people have to kind of like be a little more insular this year if they're going to do it and so that's that's happy Halloween <laughs> maybe everyone will just have a lot more Extra candy. I will say Halloween candy is very cheap this year. Um, normally the prices go like way up in the stores around us, like the CVS and stuff, jack it up. No one's buying <laughs> Halloween candy. So it's all like, you know, three for five dollars of like big bags of candy. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's tempting. <laughs> I think I'll um, stock up on candy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll get some trick-or-treaters. Um, so anyway, something to think about if you're like Amy and you bake all the time. Maybe now's the time to stock up on your... Your yep. peanut butter cups and M&Ms and uh, I do all that use stuff. peanut butter cups in a bunch of recipes. So <laughs> there you go. All right. We will be right back with our bites of the week. We are back with our bites of the week. Amy, what do you have? All right. I am giving a bite for something that I haven't actually seen. So it could turn out to suck. But based on the reviews, I don't think it does. Um and I didn't want people to miss it because it goes up on Friday, October 16th. It's premiering. It's having its broadcast premiere on MSNBC. And after that, I don't know how widely available it'll be. I'm sure it'll be streaming somewhere, but you might have to pay for it. So um, it's called The Way I See It. And it's a documentary about Pete Souza, who I know we've talked about on the show before. I can't remember oh, when. I think I we talked him. about his book. Yeah. yeah. He's he's he was a White House photographer for two different two very different presidents, Reagan and Obama. And he was awesome. He he was he was always kind of he was never political until Trump. And then he started an Instagram account that basically sarcastically posts pictures of Obama in response to things that Trump is doing. And it's just hilarious and wildly popular and awesome. And so this documentary, uh, I'll post the trailer for it. From the trailer, it looks like it's not just a retrospective of his work, which is amazing. I mean, his pictures are just incredible um, in a way that they could only be with presidents who really let you in. Um, but it's also a commentary on the differences between uh, the administrations. So it's very timely. It's also just going to be probably a heartbreaking trip down memory lane. And I can't wait. It's 10 o'clock on Friday on MSNBC. Set your DVRs. And uh, I can't wait to see it. Oh, that's awesome. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite pictures is still um, a Halloween one where that little baby came dressed yes. as the Pope in the Pope yes. Mobile. And like Obama's pure joy on his face when he sees it and the, the video is even better because he calls michelle over like you gotta see this you know <laughs> it is like 
I don't know. It's just like joy and humanity and such a like apparent, like only a parent could fully appreciate, you know, this well, that's baby dressed all up. of the it pictures just, of him, him with kids. Yeah. Yeah. And dogs. Like and the with one of, there was there was a little boy at a science fair. I remember mm-hmm. like those pictures were he wanted so to touch great. his hair. No, that yeah. was in the Oval Office, not the science fair. Oh, the science no, they fair. Were, was it the was hair. like the no, it was the um like I the winners of the picture. science fair who came oh, to yeah. the Oval Office. Oh, he was we so need, great. But you're right. I we do need humanity love, back. I love when he just completely trolls Trump and puts like a you know an awesome relatable picture that totally goes against anything Trump did. It's 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 a truly social media wonder. I have well, to say. the best part of the trailer is him being asked by a talk show host. Um, I forget which one, which is weird because it's one that I love. Uh, like, do you have a picture to answer for every single thing that Trump does? And he was like, yes, yes, I do. I know he had one of Obama getting his flu shot. He put that one up the other day. <laughs> it was awesome. Just like there's always a Trump tweet, right? Yeah. There's always yep. a tweet. There's always right. an Obama picture. All right. So I've got a show. I've got two things. One is a show. Um, and it's only on Showtime. So I, I almost didn't want to talk about it. But you've got to see it. It's the Comey rule, if you have not seen it. And it's basically, it's like a political drama, you know, miniseries, they call it, but it's only two nights based on the Comey book, A Higher Loyalty by the former FBI director. And it is just so unbelievably well done, whether you like him, whether you hate him. Jeff Daniels is in it, plays Comey, and he just kills it. He knocks it out of the park. I was so riveted by his performance in this, that it was worth everything to me. So it's on Showtime. um, And I would definitely, definitely recommend seeing it if you can. And then my second thing, um, DeLonghi had another kind of, you know, learn how to make coffee event or learn how to cook like Amy and I had done previously. And I love coffee. um, But I never really got into making my own espresso or cappuccino. It's just something I always ordered in a restaurant because it was complicated and, you know, too much fuss. So they sent a DeLonghi Stolosa espresso machine. um, And it's got two, you can do two shots of espresso at once. And it's got the steam, you know, the milk frother. And we learned how to make, I think, Irish coffee. And it was really fun. But Since then, I have discovered coconut milk, steamed, frothy coconut milk. And so I'm now obsessed with steaming this milk in the Stolosa, pouring a shot of coffee and just making myself the most amazing lattes or cappuccinos. Um, And yes, I did go out and find decaf espresso because (laughs) that's one of the reasons I wasn't having cappuccino is I can't have caffeine that late in the day. But I have to say, it it has just been a joy. It's one of those things that I didn't know I missed out on because I never had it. And now that I have it, I am so enjoying um, making all kinds of different drinks and frothing milk. And I just, I feel like I'm pampering myself. So it's about a hundred bucks. We'll put a link to it. Wow, it's that's a, a great it's a price. Fun, it's a great price. It's yeah. really a good price. Yep. And, I think um, of those things is so expensive. Oh, right. Well, you think that it's the huge thing and they're like mm-hmm. five or six hundred dollars. It's great. It comes with a tamper. It comes with the measuring spoon. It comes with comes with really everything you need. Um, and I think it's a great holiday gift, too. Mm-hmm. It's great. That's, I love it, especially because, you know, 
this is, this could be a long time. <laughs> like if, you, if you're missing espresso <laughs> and cappuccino, you better get on board and start making your own. I got news yep. for you. But time yep. has come. Um, I love that. Okay. Well, my bite this week is a little bit connected to Amy's, I think. So my bite is a website and an ad it's for Dog Lovers for Joe, um, which is it's a Joe Biden ad. And it was started by it was actually one of the big ad agency guys, but they've realized that Trump is the first president in over 100 years that hasn't had a dog. Which is so weird because doesn't he demand loyalty? So a dog would be like the one but thing dogs that would know. be loyal to him. Dogs know. <laughs> dogs know people. So, and it's funny because one of the things they say is science shows that dogs make you more compassionate, more friendly, healthier, and happier. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and develop problem-solving skills, and empathy. So um, I think, you know, obviously he's someone who would never want to share attention, but also he's actually on the campaign trail commented on how gross it would be to have a dog, how awful it would be. So, so weird. So anyway, they put together this great ad for Biden that just shows all the past presidents with their dogs, like Reagan and Kennedy and Obama and Bush and Bush and Clinton, like everyone had a dog. Everyone you could see just like the joy that they have with their dog. So it's a very um, nonpartisan because <laughs> everyone had a dog, and it's just lovely. And the tagline is "Choose your humans wisely." So it's just it's just I love I don't that. Know. It's I so have to see great. that <laughs> you have to see it. It's so it really is so great because. Um, they do. Dogs bring out the humanity in people if there's humanity to be brought out. And if there's not, I guess there you go. So, um, but, I, but one President of the... President Bartlett didn't have a dog on the West Wing, and now that's <gasps> bothering me. That is such a bad oversight on Aaron Sorkin's part. Like, really? that's actually a, a, a real character flaw. In fact, <laughs> when John Goodman took over as the president at the end of season four, I think it was... He brought his dog and they were all like, you know, very dismayed about it because now there was a dog in the in, in the Oval Office. Wow, that makes no sense. No. There was always a dog in the Oval Office. Usually the dog's in the Oval Office with the president more than anyone else, like when you see these pictures. Um, but there's a picture, a Pete a picture in the commercial of Obama, like literally laying on his back with Bo on top of him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just like pure, like having so much fun. Um so anyway, it's a great ad, and it just sort of reminds you um, that maybe no matter what your political persuasion, humanity <laughs> sort of should be a core value, just a sense of humanity. Um, and dogs bring that out in people. So that is our show for today. You will find links to everything we talked about on our show page at parentingbites.com. Also at facebook.com slash parentingbites, you will find links to our show page as well as you know, comments. We had a great response to our Halloween uh, post. We loved hearing from all of you about what you're doing this Halloween. And uh, trust us, like if you've got some thoughts on anything on the election coming up, on how you're going to do Thanksgiving, we'd love to hear you on how you did Prime Day. If you did Prime Day, I don't know what you bought, what deals you got. Um, Let us know. We love to hear from you guys. Please rate, review, subscribe and share from wherever you are listening to us now. Until next week. Happy parenting. Bye. Bye.
Hey, this is our Parenting Bites disclaimer. Everything we talk about on the show is our own opinion. Any products we recommend, it's our own personal recommendation for entertainment purposes only. If you buy something through our affiliate links or you just happen to buy or see or read or watch something that we've recommended, it's at your own risk.